0: Alrighty, this is the fun segment. Looking forward to this. We join Tech Talk with Adam Oldfield, brought to you by Man Furnace and Duct Cleaning. All right, did I say that right, Adam?
1: Uh, that was great.
0: Do I well, have to no. call you VacuMan? Man? <laughs> no, I think you don't
1: have to. I mean, you could if you wanted, I guess. I was waiting but, for something, like,
0: jingling. So. Me. I'm like, where's the music? Where's the bravado? Where's Man? I want to see him. <laughs> All right, what fun I get to do this segment with you! All righty, hey, you have a bunch of stuff. It's been um been busy, but something that you and I talked about because I I actually needed Vacuum Man is a dry dryer vent safety. I have, as you know, uh, a brand new dryer that we bought like three years well, not brand new, three years ago, and I've gone through now three motors. I am like, why does this thing keep breaking? And uh, the guy said, I think you got a nest in there. And I am like, what? (laughs) And lo and behold, I did call someone over. Not just a nest, like a massive uh, straw nest with four eggs in it that he said, sorry, I couldn't save them. I'm like, "Uh," but he's like, but you're lucky your house didn't catch fire. It's an issue. So we got it fixed. It's all capped off now. I got a nice little cap. Birds not making any more nests, but it, 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 it very costly. (laughs) Holy Christ.
1: Yeah, it does. It, it will add up. And I mean, again, when it comes to dryer vents, I mean, it's one of those things you forget about. You turn it on, set it, forget oh. it. My clothes drying? Are they are they almost done? <laughs> um, you know, it's it's really how it's being exhausted and how it's being vented out. As you said, birds, animals, mm-hmm. any, I mean, could be a squirrel for that matter. They can all get inside and they, you know, it's warm. So especially when you've got an opening, if you don't cap it properly, and over time you get hot and cold and the plastic breaks down and and what happens is they chip away and it gets accessible. Um, the other aspect is that it it is it it, depending on your home they're all unique in the way that they vent so as you commented it kind of you know vents out through a a, you know maybe a few feet and in some cases they got many elbows and goes up and down and they either vent out of the side of the house or they go to the roof now what's important to understand is in you know in the business of cleaning you're right it is one of the most common factors when it comes to a house buyer because the lint Gets caught in the pipe, mm-hmm. and what happens is, is you got static air going through it. All it yeah. takes is a small static spark, and if you got enough of it in there, or in the case of your situation, a nest, <laughs> um, <laughs> all it takes is kindling. The thing is, like, I could hear them as- building. I was
0: like, "What's what's in my wall?" And I could hear this like flapping. I'm like, "I'm just gonna pretend." <laughs> I'm just gonna pretend I'm not hearing that. And then the guy said, "You know, you got a nest in there." I'm like, uh, "Yeah, I do actually." <laughs> but it is. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the, the clothing now dries much faster so it's also cheaper (laughs) well like
1: yeah you're gonna save on the energy bills that's the biggest thing um i you know as a side note anyone with a white plastic pipe behind your behind your dryer many many years ago and you could still buy them today this blows my mind alex is that you can still buy these Mm. these are available if you install it yourself not a problem however they're not to code for any contractor to install and they are the Mm. most likely to collect and uh you know, uh, of lint inside and becomes a problem. So if you see if the behind your uh, dryer, it's a white plastic pipe, folks, it's very important. You might want to call a contractor, get that replaced.
0: I'm not going to look. I'm just going to deal with the, the. I dealt with the nest. All right. But I, I do. I do take your point. I do take your point. Um, charging devices overnight. Uh, so this is one of the the most frustrating things is trying to get your devices charged overnight. Are you telling us that we should not be doing this?
1: 100% and I think it's been mentioned in the past well, you shouldn't have
0: well, like I shouldn't what? have it beside my head on the
1: table <laughs> not plugged in um <laughs> what do you want? not, want not at watch? night and I mean again we get in this comfortable habit and uh, there's so many electronic devices right now and most of us and this is what I hear and this is a common problem people say well I have an iPad it's an Apple it's an iPhone I'm, I, I'm good I, I I got it's all Apple therefore I'm safe I think What's important is, yes, you are to a degree. However, uh, it's an electronic component, lithium ion, which is in pretty much most mobile devices. In fact, your are uh, you know, Google Alexa and all your other little electronic devices hanging around the homes. They're all somewhat well, uh, if they're plugged in. They're not lithium ion. But if they're uh, battery, uh, if you don't have a plug, it's lithium ion. And that has a very very common situation of having a malfunction because it's electronic it can cause a major issue what's very important is it, we're in this habit of oh i go to bed my battery's dead i plug it in i wake up oh look it's 100 um you don't try not to get in a habit and because it's been a common issue that many electronic devices lithium-ion batteries do tend to potentially smoke catch on fire, and if you do need to replace it with a third-party wire, uh, be very cautious because, yes, they will very likely, if you do it over time, they could get uh, splintered, could be broken, they could cause a major electrical problem. Um, so, dryer fires is one problem. The second one is, make sure you don't plug in your electronic devices at night to charge.
0: Well, well hold, when are you supposed to do it? Like you're, you're are you telling to me that are supposed day? to turn the phone off? Well, I but no, you that, would, that would be the best, yes. Char- if you unplug if you turn it off, I, I put actually it move on airplane. around Though Adam, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you'll save battery. You know I'm not you doing that's it. too much work. I'm uh, putting it on airplane mode, and then who who can get through? I don't. <laughs> oh know. my I goodness! Don't, I, you know it's I'm not. You know I'm the dumbest technology person ever. Like I'll do everything opposite of what you tell me, and I'm like okay. That's why we're here, Alex. That's why we're doing this together. That's why we're here, yeah, changing minds one uh, at a time. Uh, Do we have time to get into the next one? Do we have time to get into this one about Google, the privacy measures? I'll make it short and sweet. I'll I'll give you two and a half. Uh, No, no, no. Uh, So let's talk about the – I don't think there's anything of the sort of privacy online, right? So this is a bit of an oxymoron with Google's privacy measures
1: it is it's a bit of a backward piece so first of all google (laughs) is really jumping on this privacy thing they're trying to be anyways the ever pursuit of privacy if you will and Mm. what google is now it's in your settings um and by the way there's 2.65 billion active google people right now that are using it uh, worldwide and and this is not set up by default but in your dashboard on your google account Mm. in your dashboard you can now set it up to advise you that if your name your address or your information, phone number, email is anywhere listed online. Google will notify you, including a link where it's being posted. So um, they're bringing out more uh, awareness of whether or not your information is available online and how you may be able to or how it's being used. So if you Mm. sign up for this in your Google account, it will then let you have access to specifically know that um you know say for whatever somebody posted your name and your address they may maybe they thought you gave them a great review and you didn't and they put it on their website and go you did great and, and they post that detail google will notify you and say hey this website has just uh posted your name your number your your email yeah. um and then you can take action to go and, and approach it versus randomly searching or someone saying, hey, I saw you posted something online. Did you know you're on this website? So it's a it's a great precautionary. Google's taking action to help, obviously, uh, uh, bring forward the privacy issues that we wonder. What's going on out there about our information?
0: Um, mm-hmm. So let's talk about the robotic assistants, which apparently yes. can do nails and 3D print eyelashes, which, like, really? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so I'm glad it, I not about it... that stuff anymore, but really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it, and it's really growing. I mean, we're apparently we talk artificial intelligence it's got a lot of areas and concerns. I mean, of course, there, there's going to be two sides to this pendulum. It's swinging too. But the key one right now is in the beauty market. I mean, artificial intelligent beauty market is claimed to be a $1 billion operation within the next 18 months is what they claim. So there's been a few that have come out and you have options. So uh options when it comes to the AI uh beauty market. So particularly let's talk pedicure manicure. And mm-hmm. uh, a company called Clockwork is actually rolling out in San Francisco and starting to migrate to other office buildings and it's got an AI robotic ability that you go in, you select the type of nail you want, uh the style and and what you want done. Um and mm-hmm. it's got quite good in regards to accuracy in providing a uh, quick and simple professional uh, manicure that, uh, that okay. helps you get, get on your day change you can start in the morning change in the afternoon um and it's a 3D it, it basically does a 3D element uh you put it in does the AI what's unique about the AI aspect it sounds like a robot there's you know like with as when you're talking about nails it's a robot doing it the AI is using its intelligence to understand the contours of your fingernails um your hand uh how big and uh. h- how swollen uh you know I, I'm no pedicure ex- or a manicure expert on any of this but I do oh, know I that know. it's using I that uh, i try i really
0: do. <laughs> I'm, like, um, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you explain um, beauty my, my question would be this here's as a woman <laughs> i'm just saying like it's great to have speed like if i've broken my nail i'm like oh i just gotta get that fixed and it's like okay i got it done in 20 yeah. seconds by the ai guy um but a lot of times you go to the salon just to kind of chill out and decompress is that like is that not available does the ai person thing get you relaxation or is this is all about speed
1: I think it's more about speed and convenience. Absolutely. The, the, the AI is not like, so it's a yeah, different market, but it's, yeah. 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 And, and that's <laughs> the part where they're going to be not, uh, you know, changing it in the aspect of, of the current uh nail salons are in no, because you're right. It's a social as much as it is. And again, no expert when it comes to that, but from what I've read and understood the uh, elements behind it, I speak only on the robotic side, folks. Um, And the, the, the next phase of this is the eyelashes. This one's really Amazing. They say that, you know, it's up to two hours and could be painful and it's very, very specific when they're doing eyelashes. This is an AI system you lay down and it's like going through uh, uh, to get a a CAT scan and the AI then monitors and matches your eyes and then it, it prints out your eyelashes and helps extend them they oh. can do your eyelash extensions um quite quickly and and simple so uh now these things are going to be
0: doing fillers and ev- everyone's going to look like a duck soon and plumpy lips and <laughs> everyone's pal- like, it, it, how far is this going to go i that's what i want to know It's like what what's the end point are they going to be doing hair because ultimately we're, we're talking about things that's going to replace every job in the next 10 years if, if this is where it's going
1: I think it's, it's, it's potential. I think there's a lot of elements to it that could relate to that, but I don't know if it would be 100%. I I mean, in the service industry, like I'm in, I'm not too concerned about it. Um, because, you know, AI is able to, uh, again, to, yes, there will be certain, you know, certain jobs that may be, uh, eligible to be removed or included uh, with changes. So this is something that maybe, you know, you can go to a salon and now have the choices of, listen, I don't have time to sit around and beat around the bush and listen to the worlds of problems. I just need to get my nails done. I just, you know, I got a wedding in 15 minutes. How do I I make myself get this thing figured out? Um, Or you're going to have the opportunity to have more of the social aspect. It won't require as many people in The positions that currently provide the jobs yes but you know we're talking about you know a lot of cost savings here when they're looking at the operations of a small business a a startup business in any capacity is going to be looking at ways that they can run more efficiently
0: Sure, yeah, you can do a drive-through. It's fast enough at some point to stick your hands up. There you go, five-minute uh, drive-by. Um, and then you've got this whole keystroke listening aspect to AI. And I was reading a story earlier this week of this young uh, lady who, you know, I guess she thought she was going to outsmart her office, um, you know, that was saying that they are tracking her of who's doing what at home. And like I discovered she's at the mall most of the day. And I'm like, well, yeah. And so the technology in AI, they, they can figure out how much work you're actually doing at home. I mean, for me, it would be great because my boss would be like, stop working now. Now, like you gotta stop. But if you're not doing your thing, this is a great way. I think they, they, they can basically read your keystrokes.
1: Yes, yeah, and actually will and it reads it by listening. And Cornell University has proven that during a Zoom call, the AI was capable to a ninety five to ninety eight percent accuracy that anything typed, it was knowing what you were typing. Uh, It was knowing what you were sliding or doing with your keyboard and your your mouse. And it was doing it all through audio. And so, you know, the days of putting a, a sticky note over your camera... Um, are going to now include. You're going to need to somehow muffle the uh, uh, the microphone as well. You're going to want to cover that up. Um, and and this w- that's kind of one side. You just commented, yes, uh, where employers are are you know monitoring uh, the the remote workers. Um, more concerning is that this AI can now be used by hackers. For the mm. sake of not knowing what your password is, it can listen and know what keystrokes you're entering. So that's the biggest concern they're talking about: is the mm-hmm. key, keyboard keystrokes are very susceptible to hackers um, being able to to listen to what you typed in to get into your bank, to get into your. Uh, well, how would your they know? Accounts. Just off like
0: the tone? I'm trying. To like, yeah, yeah. It Each click. Tell. Really? Wow.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. So the sound that is of crazy. the keyboard. <laughs> yeah, assuming you're so using eventually a. Eventually, it's going to be able to listen. Yeah, I guess so.
0: But eventually, I mean, if you've got like AI, you know, in your house listening or something, I mean, it, it will listen for everything
1: yeah yeah no in my case i i always dictate everything so i mean until this AI can figure out what i say perfectly it's still going to be completely messed up so i mean if i'm a yeah. voice uh, dictation kind of guy I, I i'm not very good at
0: typing i'm a notepad um, uh, pen kind of gal i mean i would go back to that uh, any any day this stuff uh scares me uh i don't think do i have enough time to go into another i don't think i have enough time adam i think we talk too much we well, to well that, into, that's a typical yeah. thing of me <laughs> thanks alex well, you know <laughs> <laughs> but at least we didn't say anything bad and get ourselves into trouble that's a bonus
1: <laughs> not today We'll we'll save that right. for another
0: day we'll do that next week all right uh good stuff adam uh, i do have to go i am out of time have a great week and we'll chat soon thanks alex take care that's this week a uh, tech talk with adam oldfield brought to you by vacuum and furnace and duck cleaning i swear to god when the guy came on wednesday to take to clean the duck a massive nest it was just crazy